0: So let's get back to the concept of the alabaster girl, which is the title of the book. And I think possibly the driving force of every man's exploration in the land of women somehow to to find this beautiful, true, deep sense of love. Um, Since we're talking high philosophy, I've got a little theory on this that I'd like to share. Perfect. And something I read about along the way has been the idea of the anima complex, Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I basically understand about this is that all human beings are born whole and complete, and we've actually got our masculine and our feminine sides. But as soon as we hit two or three or four years old, we realize that actually we're little boys, and uh, we start to disown all the feminine traits of ourselves. It, like our femininity as men just gets shoved into our subconscious. And the idea of the anima complex is actually who we're looking for, this perfect image of a woman that we're looking for in the external world is a reflection of our own inner femininity that we've cut off and abandoned along the way. And if only we could find a woman that would reflect our inner anima, that then we would finally be whole and complete (laughs) like we were Mm -hmm. when we were born into this world. Mm. And the way it works,
1: you, you sort of find that in your shadow. That, that is your blind spots in a way like we did with the circuit. You know, you're looking internally to find that in that feminine part of yourself.
2: And the only way you can do that is through that community that we talked about earlier with other people. Because you're right, we do shove it away. We, do, we hide it, we suppress it. We're taught to suppress it, whatever. That's a that's a sort that of
1: Freudian thing? Or? Young, Carl
2: Young. Carl Young, yes. Carl yeah.
1: Young. And did you, um, you said you had a theory you wanted to share. Is that the one?
0: Well, that was a theory. You said it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like, for me, that was like, ah, oh, so maybe it's true. Cause I read, you say every man has a vague notion of the perfect girl, a subconscious image that he I carries know. in his heart from his earliest years to his dying day. And that resonates completely true in my experience. Although the curious thing is that if I sit and daydream about a perfect girl for me, her image changes every single year. That's why I said mm-hmm.
1: vague. Yeah, because you can't really put a picture on her, or put an image on her.
0: Her base qualities, however,
1: don't. Yeah. Right. Well, the way she makes you feel doesn't. No. The way she f- makes you, that would make you feel if you had that girl <coughs> in your life that you were imagining, right? And how you would feel alive and inspired and full of energy and, and full of life. That's for sure. That doesn't change. Yeah might be a bikini model when you're young, or a movie star that you like. That's my ideal girl. That's the perfect girl. Might be any variation of, across the spectrum of women too. And it, like you said, it changes all the time. But it's for sure there, somewhere in our heart. You have that feeling, the, 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 you know, the vague image of that ideal girl. The anima complex teaching
0: is interesting, because yeah. actually it means we're us, we're just looking for ourselves Wow. <laughs> yeah. a while. Maybe like that concept of the fourth stage man, where you cross-dress at
2: weekends, and <laughs> <laughs> then you can be an integrated whole. Yeah. I'll stay with that. <laughs> yeah. You're still going to continue looking the her on the outside, right? Yeah.
0: Searching the world. What, what country has got the most aligned girls
2: with the outside? I'm going to look there mention. for my animal complex. <laughs> Yeah. But Jung's interesting because he goes really deep. His psychology is about mythology and archetypes and all this raw, primal energy stuff. A bit woo-woo for me, but there's definitely something to it. I don't know what it is, but there's
0: something to it. Well, something that I've got interested in over the last year or so is like all these myths and legends and heroes' journeys. And there's mainly masculine ones, but there's some feminine ones as well. And... Nowadays, when I sit with, this is something I got from some friends actually, but you can actually pick out the different archetypes and characters of people. If I sit oh, wow. with a woman for long enough, I can be like, "There's a little bit of this in you, or a little bit of this, or like someone who reminds me of a movie character somehow, like the purity yeah, of the Snow know. White." But then there's like, you know, the film Snow White and the Huntsman. Have you seen that? I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's a new one, right? Yeah, a couple I've of years old. Seen it now. Talks about all the different feminine archetypes and like the, yeah. the witch who would, who eats beautiful young women so that she can maintain her beauty for
1: longer. Talks about all this yeah. size of the feminine. It's, it's incredible. Archetype, yeah. I mean, I said in here, you know, assign me an archetype. I don't know what it is. Mm. Wizard, king, poet, lover, rogue. I don't know. And you know, it, it's they're interesting uh, concepts and I like that. I like the the you know Jung and his, and his ideas. But I don't know it very well. But I think it's interesting. So this Anima thing you're talking about, I've heard of this too, but it's like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Everything's plausible when you get to the quantum level. <laughs> right.
0: But what's what's <laughs> it in your discovery about the alabaster girl?
1: What does that mean? What does that question mean?
0: So where, where are you now with this idea? Like what's the, the point of pontification of the day?
1: What's the answer to the book? Is that the question?
0: Well, I, I don't, don't think it. there's an answer. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you might have a couple of favorite. Like I just named the Anima Complex, right? Yeah. It's oh, like, you mean like it, the theories? It, it, yeah. it feels like a fashionable, interesting point today. Might not be next yeah. year. And I wonder if you've got some kind of equivalent that you think, yeah, maybe it's that. Oh, I have a lot of
1: maybes. Yeah, but they're all in here, right? They're all like, um, as I said, I mean, maybe it's a science thing. Maybe it's strictly science. Maybe it's mathematics. Maybe it's chemistry. Mm. Maybe it's um, stardust. But you get to the quantum level, like like to the molecular science of love. And, uh, nothing's measurable and nothing is, you know, everything's a wave and a particle at the same time. You mm. can't figure it out. Our minds can't comprehend it. So like we can't comprehend eternity.
0: What does seem cool though, is that it doesn't seem that you've grown up into, you know, a healthy functioning adult. And you've seen that there is no alabaster girl. It's all oh, no, pragmatic. Man. Like there's still a belief in a wonder.
1: That's exactly like, I'm still, I still identify. I'm still that little boy who's like sneak into the forest and looking for treasure and, and see what magic I can find for sure. That's not, that doesn't, that has never gone away from me. That spirit that I've never become this, I've never become jaded or I've seen it all, or there's nothing more for me to learn, or I've never become this all seeing eye either, where I see everything and I get it now. And like pop him in the club,
2: on yeah, a Friday. except for there. I can see everything there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I miss nothing in the club. You girls just arrived. I didn't even, I didn't even see him come in, but I can tell they're there. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you never arrive. That's the whole point of this journey. You never arrive. And for th- this guy on the train, where does he arrive to? It's a beautiful thing. The mystery is incredible. So I can't answer, like, you said, where am I sitting now with my concept in yeah. Alabaster Girl? I'm sitting in large, large questions, and that are f- fantastical to me, that are just, that, are, that give me, that make me feel that whatever else I'm living a life that's seeking something. So, yeah, like, I'm excited by it, or by the confusion and they're not knowing.
0: I've got a way of seeing it that I guess has emerged these last few days of making this film, and I like it. So I keep it for now. Like we talk about three stages of everything, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the first stage, the man thinks three stages of horniness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's like, there's a stage where we blindly believe and hope that there's an alabaster girl and we project her onto all of our girlfriends and the women we approach and hope for and never lives up to those expectations. And then it seems like there's this mature phase where, we know that the alabaster girl doesn't exist. So we'll see the women that we're with for who they are and and know that that's a much more pragmatic way about doing about it, going about things and we can construct a healthy yeah, life. Yeah, be more realistic, yeah. And then I think there's this third phase again, which is tapping into the Jungian archetypal nature of things where we tap into, as men, our own gypsy, pirate, magician, yeah. lover type energy. Yeah. And our way of being and interacting and seducing and romancing our women has them tap into the archetypalness of their alabaster girl or that that fullness of woman, that fullness of love, devotion, beauty is something that we can draw yeah. out again of many
1: different women. Yeah, and I like that you said that in that third stage, you are identifying and discovering and exploring your, your own archetype. To me, that means... You're trying to understand yourself for the reality of who you are, the beauty of, of your wholeness, for your, for your good and your bad, and everything whole and complete, yeah. and accepting yourself, saying, that's a, that's a good man in this world. I'm, I'm doing my best to do good things in this world and, have, and, and, and leave um, magic wherever I go. What
0: well, if I don't spend as much time thinking about my own archetypal nature as I do with the woman I'm with, and there's no symmetry
1: in that? Yeah. There has to be an inward search that's... I mean, I said it one. mirrored along with what you just said. I mean, maybe it's what you're talking about, where I talk about those stages where we're trying to figure it out in our stages of love, of man's understanding of relationship and love. We start out thinking it's the one, get our heart broken, and, that, and we get something in our system that's, as you said, Jordan, you become more pragmatic, more realistic, you date into a more practical way, you relate in a different, in a more reasonable way and you can still build a constructive life. Um, um, and then the third stage that I described it here for a man and his discovery is that now he wants to discover the essence of women, the archetypes of women, the, what, what, what is the driving force of nature that comes from the feminine and really trying to understand that spirit and looks on that level. Which most men will never get, ever try and have that conversation with themselves or with the world. Like, what is that? We 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 either stay in level one or level two, stage one or stage two, which is fall in love, think it's the one, get a heartbroken, start dating around a bit, get another relationship, you know, till we forever. And that third stage is saying, oh, what? What is my role as the masculine and the feminine, and then the Beyond that, it's exactly what you said, you come to this, you come to this, this realization that it's a full circle, you're back whole and complete with yourself with all, without all the baggage and neediness and, and naivete and all that kind of stuff. And the woman that you love and who loves you represents all that great exploration of feminine spirit. And it's, and it's, and she's, and it's her. So, I mean, there's a, there's an entire world out there. There's an entire society out there that really does, you know, has, has tossed away the side or, or this concept of monogamy and that a man and woman can, can be joined and, and, and stay for years together in, in a loving embrace because they've only seen destruction. So there's, there's all kinds of different types of relationships now, but I think if, if in a full circle. You could stay with that woman for the rest of your life because that is that is the most glorious woman on earth and she represents it it all. So, go back to what the simplicity of a man and woman who like each other. She's as simple as it gets. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. (laughs) None of us would exist if somebody didn't say, Hey, something about you I like. Would you like to have some mead, whatever they did in medieval times? Mead? Awesome. Yeah, mead is a, a beer, beer and honey or something like that. <laughs> Whatever they, I'm just trying to say something from <laughs> yeah. before, instead of go for coffee. Before yeah. <laughs> they invented coffee, what did they go for? Yeah. Yeah. We went for mead and read a sonnet and sat in the garden. Let's go to the square dance.
0: <laughs> Do-si-do. Sweetie partner around and around. Y- you know, uh, over the years having been involved with the, with this message with you, as you know, I've been reading all kinds of stuff from psychology to spirituality and wanting to like really understand thoroughly. Well, how does this all fit together? Cause you know, wondering if, if there is a notion of that this romantic part of the man who's longing for this alabaster girl, is that like an immature Peter Pan type fantasy thing, or are we all going to have to as men grow up and become, Adults like I've been struggling with that
1: be reasonable. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I like, is this romantic notion something of my past that I should outgrow like these kinds of questions. And as time goes on, my understanding improves. I start to see more of that third phase, which is actually you can completely become this functional adult, have relationships, do the whole independent thing. And then on top of that, there is, not a return to the fantasy of before, but a grounded adult right. moving beyond, yeah, the sensibleness, moving beyond into something much bigger. And it's a recuperation of all of the romantic dreams of the past, yeah. and it's rooted in complete real life. And it's and it's possible to create, to create yourself into a person that's able to draw mm-hmm. forth this alabaster. Nature from the woman that you're with.
2: That's well said. I have no comment on that because that's very well said. I'm just thinking, taping a bit deep, you look at lots of the spiritual leaders, they have this big theme they're teaching about returning to this childlike wonder and curiosity. Yeah. So you want to, even though you're going to grow up and you're going to get more mature and more realistic, you still need to retain that childlike, it's like little boy energy. That fun, that big smile, that ease and delight, that when you see a puddle, you want to jump into it and not you know, walk around it and don't want to get your work trousers dirty. There's, there's something to that of all these different people are saying this childlike wonder, curiosity, this naturalness. I don't
1: know what else to say, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel it. Come full circle, it. huh? The whole yeah, book is like, talks about smaller, very definite things to grander, larger yeah. things. We haven't even got to the end of this book yet. I mean, you have talked a lot about it. Mm. Talked about a lot of themes that in the, the book, big questions and big mysteries in the book. And it's exciting times. It's exciting. i I think it's exciting times for all of us.
0: <laughs> I'm excited. Like, like just what I said feels nice. I feel like at least for right now, got something figured out. Yeah, yeah. and
1: that was very well said, Jordan.
0: That was really strong.
1: What it means to me is
0: we don't have to be childish and hoping or immature, wandering the earth, hoping for that magic to happen. We don't have to grow up and become boring adults either. Right. Yeah. You make magic happen.
1: Yeah. Do everything at once. Yeah.
2: got another thought I'd like to throw out there, which is this concept of, you talked about earlier, flow. And there's been lots of studies into these moments in life where you're completely emerged, completely engaged, you're alive, and I liken this to tennis, which is my background growing up. Sometimes you're playing a tennis match and you're just not playing well, you're trying to force it, and the more you force it, your shots going out and you're doing second serves like a little pancake, but still not going in, it's like, what is happening? But when you get in that flow energy, everything's natural, you're engaged, you're on fire. I liken that to love a bit. Sometimes you think, oh, things aren't working out and guys put the pressure on themselves. I've got to do this, I've got to do that. There's a lot of pressure on how do I find this alabaster girl. Was, what we're talking about now is symmetry and ease and light. It's flow. It's like strip up, strip that all away and become engaged and alive. If you're feeling that energy, it's it's going to be natural. There, there is a jigsaw naturalness about the one, or whatever you call it, mm-hmm. and if something doesn't feel right, you send out an invitation. It's not complicated. It She's not your girl. It's a lot of pressure off this this kind of notion. It is a, a destiny. It's a free flowing spirit about it. That was one of my big aha's as well as some of the business mindset. gonna Make things happen. Make things happen. Make things happen. That this free flowing thing. I think there's something to that as well. So I think in this
0: moment of having it all figured out, we should just go down to the street and the one is going to appear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel the energy across the room. Looks really like a, a with, female. Let's imagine our heads together for seven days together. solid. That's
2: that's <laughs> Cloud of horniness, man. Cloud, Cloud of yeah. <laughs> Stand out the front, should walk on by eventually.
1: I, I love that this conversation is transcending this, Yeah, the book. And it's and you guys are talking up here. What's your own thoughts and realizations and learnings and... That to me is fantastic. I like that. Because awesome. if, we, if we could stem some conversation from this that goes into loftier places and maybe comes up with more advanced philosophies and ideas than, than is presented here, that, that's exciting to me
2: to start a conversation. We were talking earlier about Jung. It seems like all the, many you in psychology, but all the psychological trains of thought, that's behaviorism, whatever, they have kind of a final stage with that self-actualization or individuation And what they talk about is common things, about a sense of wonder, curiosity, aliveness and light, loving others, naturalness. There's no game playing in that. There's no inauthenticity. It's uh, happiness in yourself. It's all these things we talk about that's the final stage of, you know, becoming a whole person that will ultimately attract the alabaster girl. It's interesting, these themes, even though you've never read a a book, this kind of (laughs) academic book in your life, that you just through intuition, you're finding these same things.
1: Yeah, people tell me there's a lot of parallels with with the kind of things you're saying in here and and Buddhism and I I don't know anything about it. Mm. In a in a circular way or you know a circumspect way, I understand it, but not in a not in a uh, studied way. Mm. So yeah. And but it is it, you know, it's, it's it's life lessons. Yeah. This really comes from from sitting in like Scratched my head for long, long periods of time, wondering uh, what happened there, and it seemed like I said a lot of people read this. There's a, there's reviews on Amazon where guys go, well, well, come on, you know, this is like I read this. What is all this crap? The first few pages, and you know, it's like just a bunch of repetitive words, and it is very repetitive. I know that you could you could you could slice this down to just the ideas, and you could cut it in half, but then it would miss the musicality mm-hmm. that. That I would like to read. There was something I would like to read, even though I don't like to read it now. <laughs> I can't look yeah. at it. <laughs>